Stay up on the real culture of Detroit by tuning in to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network weekly. Music, art, business, comedy, and never-before-told stories from the people of Detroit. Black Coffee is a podcast hosted by Kari Frazier and Frida Sampson Weekly. Weekly, Frida and Kari welcome guests to discuss the rich history of Black leadership, entrepreneurship, artistry, and social justice. Tune in weekly to the Piper Carter Podcast with Piper Carter for a conscious take on music, arts, politics, and fashion. The founder of We Found Hip Hop has a say on what you should know about culture with a balanced conscience. You're listening to the Ask Jennifer Podcast on the Detroit is Different Podcast Network. Happy New Year and welcome to Ask Jennifer the Podcast. And if this is your first time tuning in, this is where we discuss everything, everything small business. We have been gone for a while, but we are back with our first episode of 2019. We're going to be talking with SWAT City, and we're going to be learning more about the retail boot camp. And we're going to be speaking with some retail boot camp all-stars. SWAT City is a great program for entrepreneurs that's ran out of Tech Town in Detroit. So we'll get more information on that. And before I introduce our guest, I have a few major, major announcements. All Things Ticketing, it's a marketplace for small business events. It's now live. It's the latest platform on the Ask Jennifer brand, and it is great for small business owners to promote their events and sell their tickets at not a very expensive cost. So we want everybody to check out All Things Ticketing. And we have our favorite event coming up, which is March 31st at the Eastern Market, and that is All Things Detroit. Now, we are actually completely sold out of vendor space, but tickets are on sale now. You can download the app uh, on the Google Play or Apple Store, or you can go to iloveallthingsdetroit.com. We'll be back at Beacon Park this summer, so you can go to uh, askjennifer.com and find out about that. And I am so happy to announce that Ask Jennifer and the Vintage Market will be presenting to you Market in the City, September 8th at the historic Fort Wayne. This is our very first announcement. This is going to be a huge event. We want all the small businesses to come out and participate. We want everybody to come, and it's going to be a great time. So for all information on events, everything, you can go to uh, AskJennifer.com. So we are going to get with the ladies today. These are our retail boot camp all-stars. All of you ladies have went through this program, this amazing program to help you jumpstart your business and, um, you know, just kind of get that perfect location and, and figure everything out. So we're going to start. We have Nikki Nuzil. Did I pronounce that correctly? Yeah, you're good. Okay. And she is with Flamingo Vintage Detroit. And then we have Nicole Bien-Ami of Voluptuous Bien-Ami Boutique, which is a plus-size boutique. Love it, love it. And then we have Ingrid Mag... I'm sorry, help me out. Macon. Macon. Look, so I'm so sorry. And she is with uh, Detroit Teacher Store. Thank you so much, ladies, for being here. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I hope that you guys are excited to be on Ask Jennifer, the podcast. Um, more excited to have you guys here. So you all went through SWAT City. It's a great program. 
that they run. Um, it's in Tech Town. And so tell me a little bit about that. Sarah was supposed to be here with us today, but she had an emergency. And Sarah Donnelly, she is one of the head honchos over uh, over at Tech Town. And she's awesome and a great person. And she couldn't be here with us today. So uh, are you going to tell us a little bit more about Swat City, Ingrid? I know you said that you knew more about that program. And step in a little bit for Sarah. Yeah, so Swat City is the program actually after retail boot camp. Nicole, you want to talk a little bit about that? Okay, yep. Well, retail boot camp is for, you know, the people that want to hone in more on retail. Um, know the behind the scenes, in front of the scenes, um, honing in on your social media, your marketing, um, finding a building, build out is so much into it. Because, um, you know, when you're a small business, um, you may have retail or going into retail. You need to know a little bit more about your business and behind the scenes and in front. So that's one thing about Retail Bootcamp. And it's an accelerated program. So it's a program that's about, oh, it's about six, six, six weeks. Eight weeks. Uh, yes, eight weeks. Eight-week program. So you're, you're doing a lot of work in eight weeks. So I have a question for you, ladies. So did you guys have an online business first before you went into the Retail Bootcamp program? Or did you have brick and mortars? How did that work for you? Ingrid, I want to start with you. Sure. Well, my first business was Math Expansion, and it's an extension of my uh, adventures as a math teacher. Mm -hmm. And it is a line of six math games designed to teach scholars integer addition and subtraction. Oh, wow. Which is the gateway to algebra and beyond. And we know in Detroit, we're trying to build up the skill set for our scholars. So that was um, brought about through an inspiration of being in the classroom. So I started off at education fairs um, selling my... Uh, card games, and then I also had an online store. So that's how I got started. Okay. And then knowing that Detroit previously had a teacher store on Livernois, which is so loved and famous in the city of Detroit, but it's been gone for at least 10 years. I It has to be at least 10. So I said, you know, Detroit needs a, teacher. a teacher store in Detroit proper. There's some in the surrounding suburbs, but none in Detroit. And there's such a critical need for high-quality teaching tools in Detroit and it hadn't been built again, so I said, that must be the one. That must be the one. You feel that need. Like, that's awesome. And what about you, Nicole? Um, I started, I had a little, I did lots of pop-ups, and I did my first pop-up with you. Yay! <laughs> the first pop-up, yes, before people who are listening that do not know, my first pop-up was not All Things You Tried. It was the Ultimate Pamper Party, and... It was like an idea but that started in my one-bedroom apartment and went from there, and it is now the All Things Detroit. And Nicole, yes, you were there, and I appreciate that so much, people who actually took a chance and participated with me in those days. Yeah, so I, I did that, and then I had a small, small, and I think it's probably about the size of this room <laughs> or smaller. Um, I was in a small um, office building. So okay. So that was my first little spot. It wasn't... Uh, storefront, and I was there for a while until I went to retail boot camp. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you? You are actually not from Detroit, Nikki. Yep, exactly. I'm from Texas, and my husband's from Detroit. When we first started dating, he um, actually was planning to move back here, and after we'd been dating for two weeks, after you really like him, you know? <laughs> He's like, well, I was actually planning to move back home, and so we dated for a few years. He postponed his move, and then we eventually moved up here, yeah. So I have two stores in Texas. 
Oh, so you have two stores in Texas? I do, yeah. Oh, and they're all uh, vintage? They are, yep. They're called the Wandering Flamingo. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So you're just expanding here, expanding here in this area because so many people are starting businesses here in Detroit. And that's my next question. So why Detroit? Why do you feel that, I mean, there's so much growth here. There's a lot of change, but there's some changes that people feel are good and bad. So why, I kind of heard from you, uh, Ingrid, about you were saying that there's a need. There's a need for a teacher store in Detroit, and that's why you actually started the teacher store. Uh, So, Nicole, like, why did you um, want to have your business in Detroit? Well, the reason why I wanted to is because I was born and raised here. Yes. And um, me coming up, I grew up off of Schoolcraft. And back in the day, um, Grand River was like the place to be. You go shopping there. They had a lot of stores there. And it went down. And I'm like, you know, so when I started my business, I'm like, I want to be in Detroit. I want to be where I live. I want to shop where I live. And it's a lot of people that want to shop, shop where, they, where live. they live. And so that's why I, I, I'm in the neighborhood of where I live. So I, I had to find somewhere there in that vicinity. I had someone say to me uh, years ago, you know what, in Detroit, like, I can't even go and buy pants. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's the truth, because where can you go and buy pants in Detroit? Then, like, this was just like three or four years ago. It's no place to go and, like, buy pants. And as far as plus size goes, me being a plus size girl, where am I going in the city to actually buy plus size clothes? It's it's actually hard to find it. So it's definitely a need. You know, we're getting grocery stores here now, and there's a lot of retail coming up. And these are things, because I'm born and raised in the city of Detroit, the east side. And uh, yeah, so it's 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 been difficult. Over, It's changing now, but it definitely has uh, been difficult. And for you, it was Detroit because? Well, so I started coming up here to visit my mm-hmm. husband's family. And I actually ended up sourcing vintage clothing for my stores in Texas, going to estate sales here. And the history of Detroit is so incredible, as opposed to Texas in the 40s and 50s, the eras of clothing that I'm looking for. It was very rural. Mm-hmm. So the history, the true like textile history in Texas just doesn't match up to Detroit at all. And so I started you know, sourcing for my stores, buying stuff here and bringing it back to Texas. And then I thought, why would I... Why don't I just move here? Why don't mm-hmm. we just move here? Why don't I just keep the stuff that's in Detroit in Detroit? And that makes sense. Do you guys actually live in the city also? We don't, but we want to renovate the apartment upstairs above the store. So oh, that's awesome. hopefully next. That hopefully that's the next thing. If you're like store open I'm first, ready. next move, getting that actually living, being a city of Detroit resident. So this this program, Retail Boot Camp, I know a lot of people that have went through it, they always say that it's a great experience. It prepared them to open their store, uh, their brick and mortars, they're ready. Uh, a great friend of mine, Alana Rodriguez, Mama Coo's Boutique, very, very successful, went through the program and other programs as well too. And I'm super, super excited for her. But how do you think that going through this program actually prepared you for um you know, opening your brick and mortar, you know, because there's so many things when you're opening a business, you do not know. Uh, I tell people all the time, like, oh, I started my business in like my one bedroom apartment. I, and they say, well, where did you go to college? Where did you learn marketing? I'm like, no, didn't go to college, went to the school of life. So it's like, I tell people I've done things kind of like the non-traditional way where people are like, I went to college and I had business and blah, blah, blah. Uh, how do you think that this program though, that has prepared you to, to open your, your location? Well, I have a lot of passion, especially for the scholars in the city of Detroit, because as you said, there's a lot of revitalization going on in downtown and midtown, but there will never be a complete turnaround until until the future is included, which is the scholars who are in 
the city of Detroit. Mm -hmm. So I had a lot of passion and I had a lot of great ideas, but to actually sit down and to make sure that I had a solid business plan and a, a clear vision going forward what makes sense for my actual business, Retail Boot Camp was excellent for making sure that I was grounded and ready to go. That's awesome. Yeah, that's more and more of what I am now. I'm one of those scholars. I went to school, got my uh, my bachelor's, I got my master's, and I have it in business. But, you know, retail is a whole nother thing. You know, mm-hmm. you can still learn it, but actually doing it. And and um, getting with people that actually has been there and teaching you what you need to know about your marketing, about merchandising, because um, you can learn stuff in, in college, but, you know, if they're they're not really doing it. You have mm-hmm. to learn from someone that's it's actually... Experience. It's experience. The right. experience is what definitely... Yes, I I, I agree. I agree. And, 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 and I get that a lot. I have a lot of people that ask me, where did I go to college? You, you guys get that. They say, where did you go to college? Where did you go to college? Right. And it's like they're so surprised if you, if you did not go to college. I encourage. I have nieces and nephews. I encourage them to go to college. I encourage them to go to school. That's important. It wasn't that I was just like, I'm not going. I just felt like, I feel like people are different types of like learners. Like they learn. Everyone learns different. I feel like I could read a book and build a ship, you know, but like to sit in a class where someone is like talking to me and I'm just like, uh, I don't know if it's like my ADD kicks in or my anxiety, <laughs> but I have to get up and sit down and get, you know, it's just too much for me. But I feel like when you self-educate yourself, like you have to, you you're, can't be above that in your business. Like you have to constantly educate yourself. And those are things that you can't get from college, you know, at all. And so um, you moved to Detroit and went right through the yeah. Nikki, the retail bootcamp program, like right away. And so yep. it, how did it prepare you for like your brick and mortar being someone who, already has that in another state. Well, I also did not really enjoy college. <laughs> so I learned everything, yeah, the hard way. I mean, as a business owner, you just have to learn new stuff every day. Mm-hmm. And, I, and that's the way that I applied, you know, to build a bigger brand is by learning, making mistakes, right, and trying again. So I um, moved here, and actually my interview at Retail Boot Camp was the first time I'd driven in Detroit by myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So I made it, right? I pulled up, and um, yeah, I interviewed, and they were like, we'd love to have you. I'd been looking for resources for small businesses, you know, just continuing education, particularly for Detroit, because I'm not from here. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of history to catch up on. I mean, it's almost impossible to know everything about Detroit. Impossible. It is. It <laughs> is. Know? Yes. So um, I got into retail boot camp. They got me into the Cast Collective. So I was one of the vendors at the Cast Collective. I was there for seven months. Awesome. Okay. Yep. And um, that was the first time I really tried the market here. Mm-hmm. So I moved up here, moved my whole life up here without ever selling anything here. I was just like, it's going to work. It's got to work. It has to work. That's like it's the, the plan. When I no plan, yeah. Yeah, and I I did not have a plan and I, you know, if people do not know my story, like I actually quit my job. I only had $1500 and no plan. I was just like, it's going to work. It's going to work. And then when it things weren't working, I'm like, Lord, you said it was going to work. Can we get it together? <laughs> I thought it was going to work. Uh no, that's cool. I I love programs like retail boot camp. Um, they have the um, the other motor uh, motor city match, and so all these things are programs that a lot of entrepreneurs do not know about. And even with these programs, I talk to a lot of businesses who feel like 
their business is not at a level where they would even qualify for Mm -hmm. anything like this. So what are like the criteria to participate? So people who are listening in, they know like the criteria to participate so they don't feel like their business is not, you know, because I can recommend it to someone. They're like, oh, I don't think I'm like ready or I don't think maybe my product will do this. And I'm like, no, you have to. Chances make champions. You got to kind of get out there and put yourself in front of it. So what is kind of, what are the, what is the criteria? Like what were the type of things that they asked you in the interview? The one thing I remember is that you have to have at least $250 sales, correct ladies? And I remember, because I, I just made the cutoff, I had like 500 So I was mm-hmm. like, yes. Because <laughs> like, I had only been to a couple, because I was still teaching full time mm-hmm. and in school. So Yeah. And that's a lot. And that's a lot when you're starting a business and and taking on another class and another task, for sure. And uh, Nicole, how about you? Oh man, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The sales was one. Um, um, they asked you also if you if you had a book or more, or how long you've been in business. And so, I think it was like maybe I think a year at least. I think was it a year or six months? Mm-hmm. I can't remember. No, I hadn't. Been, I hadn't had a brick and mortar. No, I was in business. Like, oh, just, yeah. Yeah, about a year. About a year. So, yeah. So, you know, I, I met that criteria. <laughs> so, a year in business, you had to make at least $500. $250. $250. Right. And what are some of the other criteria at all? Well, I felt like in the interview, they were very quick fire with the questions. They wanted to know about your financials. And they were very, you know, intentionally asking um financial questions to kind of feel out where you are with your business. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really important, actually, um, just to kind of understand. I I remember leaving the interview thinking, like, wow, I kind of learned something about my business by the questions they asked me, (laughs) right? right? Um, But I would just definitely say to anybody who's considering it, if you, like, have the passion for it, just jump. You know what I mean? I mean, just go. Yeah, Just go. Just go. I think for me it was easy for me to do that because I don't have children. And I have a lot of friends that do have children. They're just like, if you had kids, you could not do that. And I agree because, I mean, I I wanted it more than I wanted food. So at that point, I'm like, Mm -hmm. I can eat crackers or I can eat this. But if I had, you know, children or if I had like a family, I would really have to like really, really think about it unless I had like that supportive spouse or anything like that that's like there for me. So are all of you guys, are you married, Ingrid? Do you have a... I'm single and childless. Well, not... (laughs) (laughs) I've heard it said... You're single until you're married, so I'm in a relationship, but I'm not married, and I have no children. So you are in a relationship, yes. and Nicole? I am the same way, Ingrid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> in a relationship, and you are married. Married, no kids. And are these relationship guys uh, very uh, supportive of your business? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Our first date, actually, I invited him to come to my store to set up my shelves, so, oh, and he came and did it. So he's and a he came and did it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> he, so he's, he's very supportive. Yes, absolutely. He's very supportive. That's awesome. And very supportive of you, yeah, also. Oh, very supportive. Yeah. That's awesome. And your husband, I mean, yeah. Uh, he's the man. I mean, he like <laughs> put his move on hold uh, when he met you for those two weeks. And here you guys are uh, together. So you guys have your, you go through this, through this great program. And now there's SWAT City. And SWAT City is, I'm actually a technical person for SWAT City where people come and they do, I do marketing and do like their websites and stuff through through SWAT City too. So 
just for people who want to know that. But <laughs> I definitely want to know that. <laughs> but SWAT City, um, if you want to give us a little bit, Ingrid, a little bit more information about SWAT City and like what it is. Sure. So SWAT City is a continuation of what we learn in retail boot camp through a mentorship program. So my mentor is Heather. She's amazing. She has businesses of her own. So she helps through her experiences to make sure that I have a solid footing in what it means to be an early stage entrepreneur. So you have about six months of help, a little bit longer. They can be flexible if you really need it, which I really needed, Heather. (laughs) Thank you, dear. And um, it's amazing. I definitely couldn't have been as successful as I've been now without the uh, support of Heather, Amy, the entire SWAT City team. Okay, that's awesome. That's awesome. And so do you guys still do pop-up events? Even though you have your brick and mortars, do you still do pop-up events where you yes. kind of go and pop up? Okay. I do. I have one this weekend at, at oh. church. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I still, it still do. You know, um, sometimes you just want to get out of your, your brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love people. So sometimes I just want to just pop out and just see what's going on out in the city and, and then spread the word about myself. Spread the word. Because yeah, if it's in a different area, different location... I feel like it's always good to continue to do pop-ups. I know a lot of people, if they're super busy and they don't have time and they don't do a lot of pop-ups anymore when they actually get their locations open. Uh, but yes. And I have a question for you, Nikki. What made you pick Southwest Detroit for your for your location? I know people probably ask you that a lot. Like, what made you pick Southwest Detroit? So um, when I was younger, when I should have been in college, I moved to Mexico. <laughs> I moved to Mexico when I was younger. I lived in Mexico for a few years, picked Mm -hmm. up Spanish, really felt an appreciation for that culture. It's more common than, um, you know, anything else in Texas. So I just, I really felt very comfortable in that part of town. Mm -hmm. I explored everywhere in Detroit. I mean, I had realtors take me through Midtown. I mean, I was selling in Midtown. I looked in Eastern Market for a while. I mean, I really looked everywhere. I did walking tours of East Jefferson. I mean, I was just like, where where's my spot, right? Right. Eastern Market is very expensive. That yeah. area is well, a lot of places are <laughs> yes. very expensive for sure. Because at one point I was like, I'm a downtown girl, and then I was like, <laughs> I'm not a downtown girl. <laughs> and so as soon as I um, actually met Bridget Espinosa through SWAT City, um, I told her that I was considering Southwest, mm-hmm. and she helped me find my storefront space. So I looked in that neighborhood for a year. With the Southwest Detroit Business Association, with Bridget, and we would drive around and look at different office buildings that I could convert into a space. I mean, I just looked in that area forever. And then Bridget called me one day, and she was like, hey, uh, I saw a going out of business sign on this building, and it actually be kind of freaky perfect for you. And the first time I saw it, I was like, this That's is it. what I've been looking for. This is what I waited a year for. For all this time. Sometimes yeah. it takes that time to, we want it right now, but then the, the instant gratification sometimes it's like, no, we have to like take our time yeah. for it to be the right location because anything worthwhile like takes time and. It was worth the wait. Congratulations. Congratulations to all you ladies because to be a small business owner uh, and just manage life, I always say, is so hard. And people think, oh, you work for yourself. You go, girl. It's so easy. And it's like, no, I'm like pulling my hair out. And I love to do it because it's, it's my business. But at the same time, there are some stressful times where it's kind of like, ah. Uh, and so do you guys have plans to open um, more locations in the future, maybe in-state, out-of-state? Uh, Ingrid. So do you sell online also too, Ingrid? 
right now we're just our brick and mortar. Um, I do sell math expansion online. And what what platform do you use to sell your your um, WooCommerce? Okay, is that your, is that the answer to the question? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was just thinking, like, if it's um, you know, like some people use like Shopify, some people use Etsy, that type of oh, okay. thing. So yep. that, just uh, through our website, mathexpansion.com. And yeah. Okay. And so any plans to open other locations? Do you like want to be in other states? Like, oh, in the absolutely. No, we will always be in the city of Detroit because it is Detroit Teacher Store. Mm-hmm. And yes, we definitely, right now I'm in a mixed use space building. Mm-hmm. And so we definitely want to have a proper storefront. That's our goal for August 2019. Okay. And my philosophy is that in the city of Detroit, you don't have to travel too far to find a beauty supply. We are some very oh. good-looking people in the city of Detroit, right? Honey, you Beautiful. Don't have to find, you don't have to go far at all. Not at all. Beauty supply. But you have to travel pretty far to find the high-quality teaching tools you need for scholars. And if we can invest that much money to sustain beauty supplies on every corner in the city of Detroit— we have enough resources in the city of Detroit to have a Detroit teacher store in every corner. That is so true. So that is my goal, <laughs> to have as many Detroit teacher stores as there are beauty supplies. Yes, because I will, be, and liquor stores and churches. Hello. Because <laughs> that's what it is. It's yeah. like liquor store, church, beauty supply, liquor store, church, beauty supply. And I had, when I lived in Florida, I lived in Florida for five years for work, uh, about 10 years ago, and I had someone say, there is a lot of liquor stores in in, in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And I say, yes, it is. But in Florida, they didn't call it the liquor store. They call it the package house. I'm like, okay, well, whatever that is. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, thank you. But uh, yes, and that is, congratulations. That's awesome. That's Thank you. you. We have to have that attitude. We have to let them know, like, you know, this black girl, us, us as women, like, we're so, we're, we're built to handle so much, mm-hmm. <laughs> so much. And like, I feel like a lot of people could not be in these shoes, the shoes of entrepreneurship and live this life because it is a very up and down type of thing. It's awesome, but it's up and down. And so, Nicole, are you have plans to open a more voluptuous BME? Yes, of course. You know, listen, (laughs) um, we have plus size, but I don't just do plus size. I do all sizes because we are curvy and voluptuous at any size. Yes. But I cater to my plus size, but there's a need. In uh, the city, so we don't have as many. So I, I, I would love to open up another one in the city. In the city, so both in Detroit. Both in Detroit. Both in Detroit. Okay, maybe East Side, West Side. Yeah, East Side. You know, I had a lot of East Siders tell me they want something on the East Side. So. I I live downtown, but you know what? I I'm an East Sider. I East Sider till I die. So <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, they they got to have it on the East Side. And so, I mean, you already have, Nikki, you have your location in Texas. You're just planning opening this one in Detroit. Do you have any, you know, foresee in the future of you having more anywhere else? No. (laughs) (laughs) And that's okay. And that's fine. And and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Maybe one day. But, I mean, um, the the store that we renovated, we just opened a couple months ago. And uh, it's a 100-year-old department store. My landlord is 90. He ran that business as a department store for 30 years. Oh, wow. So um, he came in to see it a few weeks ago, and he was very excited. I told him he yeah. could come work whenever he, you know, like wants <laughs> to, right? You a know? lot of history in that yeah. in that building that you that yeah. you've, like, a lot of history. Yeah, so we spent a year renovating it, and I really just want to—I'm I'm really focusing all my energy and attention on just— 
giving that place back its former glory. I mean, because it's been a staple for so long. People come in every day and say, you know, I grew up buying my Easter outfits here. And, oh, wow. I mean, I just keep them coming. I love those stories. So I really just want to do my landlord justice, that building justice more so, you know. So expansion, nah, I'm good. You're like, no, <laughs> I'm good. I have mine in Texas too. So what can we expect from you next, Nikki? You have the store opening up. You don't want to open anymore right now when you get this open. What can we expect from you next? Well, we're having a grand opening party in March. So we're going to do live embroidery. We're going to have a ribbon cutting, the whole big shebang. Do you have DJs. a date for the March event? Oh. Not yet. Okay. No, not yet. Come in soon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Still working on the parking lot. Thanks, Detroit. <laughs> oh, I'm <laughs> sure that that is definitely uh, something. Yeah. And Nicole, what do we have coming up next for you? Because I know you guys are all did retail boot camp. Even if it's not, you know, opening more stores, if if there's, you know, another project that you're working on, we want to know about that that too. Okay. Well, the next project I'm working on and continue working on um, is the next part of my business is uh, you have to come and join us. Um, we're going to do sip, chat, and shop. Yes. I like that. And we also, you know, doing shopping parties. So if you have a birthday you have, or you just want to do something with your girlfriends, come sit, chat, shop, and just have the store to yourself with you and your girlfriends. And then, you know, our year anniversary just came up, so we're just planning something for our year anniversary. Congratulations. A year that's a great milestone. Yes. So excited for the rest that's of awesome. the year. <laughs> so people can come and plan birthday parties and girls' night outs yeah. and just sip, shop, and chat. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And you have that lo- that space for these ladies in your space. Yes, I have a wonderful thank you, whoever left this bench in my <laughs> store. Um, I had uh, this wonderful guy, um, Chris. He repurposed it, and mm-hmm. I got it redone. And it's a beautiful bench in the front of the store that everybody loves to sit on. And just sit and look around. And when they sit, I love when they sit. Because when they sit, they look around and they say, I didn't see that. Oh, wow. Oh, what is that? Uh, can you bring that to me? So I, I love that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, thank you very much. Thank you. So, Ingrid, what's next for you? The vision for Detroit Teacher's Store is for it to be not only a retail center, but also a community center where we host um, demo day. So, for example, this past Saturday, we had our first math expansion demo day. Mm-hmm. We had five young ladies come into the store, and we just played math expansion so that especially young ladies can get exposure to and access to STEM fields. Mm-hmm. And I also took it as an opportunity to gather data. So the young ladies took a pre-test and a post-test. And from the pre-to-post, they on average had a 14% increase in pre-algebra. So if you think about it, that's the equivalent of a scholar going from a C minus to a B Mm -hmm. or from a B minus to a solid A. And we just want to show the community that we are capable of of amazing academic and intellectual Mm -hmm. feats. And that's important. And we just have to put our heads together and come up with creative solutions. So we just want to breathe life and power into the scholars of the city of Detroit. Not just to make a dollar, because believe me, nothing in education is about money. Well, sometimes uh-huh. if you're divorced, whatever. I'm not going to get into that conversation. But at a community level, it's really about changing around the trajectory of our scholars' lives because they have so much potential. And if we could just tap into that, breathe life into them, 
and let them take the rest of the way, we are going to be amazed at what the city looks like 5, 10, 15, 20 years into the future. And Ingrid, I think you are the person to do that. Just oh, your passion you. and the way that, <laughs> that you talk about it, you can tell that you're very passionate about it, that you have a vision, you have a goal, and there's things that you want to do. And I think that you, you're you definitely like on the right track to definitely like doing that. You are the one for this. Thank you. It's Thank definitely you. you I, when you were talking, I'm like, she's a teacher. Yes, she ma'am. is. <laughs> she In is a teacher. There was one question I forgot to ask you, ladies, uh, and I'm just going to go back just a little bit is what is the most difficult thing about running a brick and mortar? Like, what did SWAT City not prepare you for? Ooh. That is one of the questions I, I, I should have asked that early on, but I want to, what is one of the things that, and, and either one of you can go first, is what does SWAT City not prepare you for? I'll speak on that. I'm not going to fault SWAT City or mm-hmm. Retail Bootcamp because they told us about that, but part of entrepreneurship is you're going to be so overwhelmed because I'm passionate about education and scholars, yes. but sometimes it's that paperwork that messes me up because I just got fined $305 from the state of Michigan Hello, somebody, uh, Gretchen, somebody help me. Please wave that fine because somebody come help me because I didn't fill out some paperwork for unemployment insurance. I'm like, I don't have any employees yet. I just hired my first employee today. So it's just those little things Mm -hmm. that, yes, entrepreneurship can be fun, but it is a lot of paperwork. So whenever they send you emails or letters, don't sit it to the side. Just handle it that minute because you can save yourself a lot of headache and a lot of money by just clicking some buttons whenever they ask you to do it. I can't agree with that because I, in the beginning, it's like, oh, I can handle this myself and this myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, at the one point, I'm just like, what the hell am I doing? Like, I, I need help. Like, and I've made mistakes. And it, it, Get a good accountant. Yes, yes, yes. I actually, my uh, accountant, I did get through uh, SWAT City. So, yes. And so, does anybody use Larry, Larry Price? Love. I do. I love Larry. I love Larry. Love you, Larry. Love Larry. Larry <laughs> love is, he's my accountant too. And he is just like so direct and straight to the point and just so laid back. And we love you, Larry. And I'm going to send my email back to you, Larry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my God. I feel, I feel like all the time he probably says like, uh, get back with me. He'll have to like send me a text like, hey, I was like, sorry. Uh, so what did it not prepare you for? Um. I'm not going to say it didn't prepare me for it. Like you said, I'm not faulting them. It's just that keeping your customers or keeping the community aware of you and your space. Yes. Keeping them flowing in the door. Yeah. That can be that yeah. can be difficult. Definitely with advertising, promotion. I feel yeah. like a lot of times, too, like if you don't have like a following people, it's so hard to build that following because people are like, who is that? Who is that? What is, you know, that type of thing. And so for you, what was the, I mean, you... I would definitely say um, they did kind of vaguely inform me. That sounds wrong. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? No fault, all right? What you guys said, no fault. Um, But anyways, for the secondhand permit process in the city of Detroit, like nobody told me I'd have to have two hearings and wait six months to sell old clothes. Like y'all did not know that. Anyways, so that's my answer. Oh, city of Detroit. (laughs) Oh, city, city, city. This has been so great. Thank you, ladies, so much for being here. Um, You know, I feel like, you know, just as small business owners and women, it's very important to support each other. Um, Just different platforms and things that, you know, we can spread the word about everybody's business and just being encouraging and everybody always says empower, but just inspire, you know, like other women that you can do this. 
it is hard as hell, but you can do this. It is possible. And uh, I just want you guys to just kind of let everybody know uh, one at a time where they can find you, uh, your your social media outlets, and uh, then we'll close out. And uh, hopefully people who listen to this episode uh, look into SWAT City and they look into Retail Bootcamp because uh, registration is getting ready to close. I've gotten several emails, so <laughs> everybody should know this. Well, thank you again for having us on. Oh, of course. Uh, my name is Ingrid Macon. I'm the owner of Detroit Teacher Store, the only pre-K through 12 educational retail center in the city of Detroit. We're Hello. located hey, <laughs> at 18040 James Cousins Freeway, Detroit, Michigan, 48235 Suite 6. So that is the Lodge service drive between 6 and 7 Mile. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we would love to see you soon. Thank you. And I am Nicole Bienemy with Voluptuous Bienemy Boutique. I am located at 19326 West McNichols um, in Detroit, 48219, right at the corner of Six Mile and, Mc- and Outer Drive. Um, my social media, uh, we have Instagram and Pinterest, B-B-B-O-U-T-Q-U-I-E. And uh, my we have a uh, Facebook is V B N M E V B I E N A I M E boutique, and we also have a website uh, for those that are not in Michigan or in Michigan and want to shop online. Um, that's www.vbnmeboutique.com. Awesome, and we'll have all of this information too on our website uh, when we list everything, just in case. Because, you know, in the beginning, I kind of messed up in the last name, too. So <laughs> I want to make sure that we have that. And then, Nikki, where can we find you? You have your huge grant opening coming up. Yep. Uh, looking forward to that. Yep. My store is at 5449 West Verner Highway, Southwest Detroit, 48209. We're at the corner of Verner and Junction, right across the street from Dooley's, close to Holy Redeemer. And uh, all of our social media, Instagram, Facebook, Flamingo Vintage Detroit, and our website, FlamingoVintageDetroit.com. Thank you for the information, ladies. I definitely want to have you guys back on. Uh, Maybe we can kind of, I'm trying to share more stories. So I like to know more about like the journey. I feel like when you actually tell the story of the business that makes people fall in love with the product and, and the person, because the person behind the business is actually what sells the product. And so I love to have you guys back on. We'll schedule that and yes. you can come back and we can talk about your opening of your store, how things are going great, you and your sipping shops and and the chat and you with your taking over girl with this education. I, hey. I am just so for it. I accept that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you everybody for tuning in. I am Jennifer Crawford with Ask Jennifer. You are listening to Ask Jennifer the podcast and you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Ask Jennifer. That's A-S-K-J-E-N-N-Y-F-E-R. And you can also find all of our episodes on our website at askjennifer.com slash podcast. And we have new episodes every Wednesday. We're talking about small business topics. And we want everybody to tune in and just gain as much information as possible. And we will talk to you guys next time. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network. Detroit.
Shop local, shop small. Ain't gotta go far.